Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dylan's Discourse. And this is an episode, I have to be honest, only seven games into the season, I really was not expecting to make. The events that have transpired over the past 24, 36 hours have really just been shocking and almost unbelievable to witness, to read on Twitter. If you don't know, it's just been reported about 20, 30 minutes ago that Coach Q will no longer be the coach of the Florida Panthers. I'm not sure at the time of this recording whether he has resigned, whether the Panthers have fired him, or whether he's just being suspended. I'm assuming he's not being suspended because they are looking for other coaches. And let me just tell you, I think it is a really good thing that he will no longer be coaching the Florida Panthers. If you're not aware already, back in 2010, Brad Aldrich assaulted Kyle Beach, who was a member of the Chicago Blackhawks. Brad Aldrich was one of the coaches for the Blackhawks at the time, and this was in the middle of the Chicago Blackhawks 2010 playoff run. It was the year that the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup, where Coach Joel Quenville was the head coach for that team. And what is really upsetting is, at that time, Kyle Beach went to the upper management to try and tell them what had happened, try and tell them that Brad Aldrich had assaulted him, and the upper management really didn't do anything. And that is very upsetting. They held a meeting. Coach Quenville apparently showed up late to that meeting. He tried claiming in an interview that he didn't really know what had happened. He showed up late, so he wasn't really informed. But as more information began to come out, and as Kyle Beach came and explained himself, he said, there's no way Coach Quenville did not know that this had transpired. What Coach Quenville did is he allowed sexual assault to happen, and he basically didn't care. Stan Bowman came out and said that in the 107-page report, he said that Coach Quenville basically valued winning a hockey game more than protecting someone who had been sexually assaulted. And that is just unacceptable. Winning should not be more important than protecting someone who has been sexually assaulted. I don't care if it was 11 years ago. I don't care when it happened. Coach Quenville should not be the coach of the Florida Panthers, and he probably should not have another job in the NHL. I don't think his name should be on the Stanley Cup anymore. I don't think he should be allowed into the Hall of Fame when he does want to try and enter. And it's really a shame because he was one of the greatest coaches ever in the NHL. It's really upsetting. And to think about what the Panthers could have done this season with Quenville as a coach. I'm just very upset that he ended up not caring about sexual assault. I think another thing that happened that was really upsetting was the fact that the Panthers let Coach Q be behind the bench for last night's game against Boston. I was at that game and I was kind of shocked that he was there. I was shocked seeing that he was available for media availability in the morning for morning after morning skate. And he basically went out there and said exactly the one thing I didn't want him to say. And he just said, I'm speaking with Gary Bettman tomorrow, which was today. And he just said he had no comments. I really wanted him to answer some of the really difficult questions that he should have faced and he would have probably faced. But instead, he just said no comment, which was really upsetting. 
Now, I can sort of understand where the Panthers were coming from in letting him coach. Because in the report, it wasn't confirmed that Coach Q knew. But then a little bit before the game started, I think it was only like 30, 45 minutes before the game started, that is when Kyle Beach really came out, said that he was the one who got sexually assaulted, and came out and said that Coach Q knew for sure. And I think after this happened, the Panthers organization, the front office management, they should have realized that Coach Q should not have been coaching that game. I, I get it was close to game time, but I think in that situation, he should not have been behind the bench. And it was almost embarrassing that he was there. I, I almost felt embarrassed to be a fan of a team that was letting him coach in that game, if that makes sense. But I'm very glad that they find that they learned today whether they basically forced him to resign or whether he was fired. Not quite sure yet. He had a meeting with Gary Bettman today, and it was reported that both Bill Zito and President Matt Caldwell were attending that meeting. Obviously, something went down. They had a discussion, and it's been reported that he's no longer going to be the coach. And for the last time, I just want to say thank goodness, and hopefully we never have to talk about Coach Q again. But I think it's something we shouldn't forget that this event happened so we can make sure it doesn't happen again. I also want to say that if you're listening to this, you've probably seen me on Twitter. You've probably seen me interact with him at Metal Panthers. He has his own Twitter account. He has his own YouTube channel. He posted a video of this on his own. His name is Brian. He's a sexual assault survivor himself. I highly recommend you go check out his video on this. He provides a great perspective, himself being a survivor. And I think that's a video you should definitely also go and check out if you want to just learn more about this situation, what happened, and just hear some more people's opinions on it. Now, I want to move on to a little bit about what is to come. We really don't know much because this was literally reported about 30 minutes ago as the time I'm recording this. One of the first names that popped up was former Columbus Blue Jackets coach John Tortorella as a possible head coach. It was just reported that he's a possible candidate. Nothing reported, of course. And so I figured I could give my opinion on Tortorella while I'm here. It was reported by Kevin Weeks. And John Tortorella was on ESPN today. And he basically said, Barkov is the best player in the NHL. Some people thought maybe he's just trying to get this job if he knew that Q was no longer going to be the coach. But he does have high respect for Barkov as it's shown there. My opinion on Tortorella is that I'm not a huge fan of his. I think he's a very good coach at hockey. He's very defensive-minded, which could definitely help the Panthers. Even though we are big on offense, our team does have a lot of players that are great at two-way play. So playing with a defensive-minded coach could possibly help this team. My issue with Tortorella comes with his relationships with players. He's already coached players like Sergei Bobrovsky, like Marcus Nudovara, and of course, Anthony Duclair. And Duclair is where it gets a little bit tricky, because back in 2019, Tortorella basically came out and said he doesn't think Anthony Duclair knows how to play hockey, which is really shocking to say about one of your own players. And I'd be really interested to see how that would play out if he did end up coming to Florida and end up coaching with Duclair once again. 
Of course, he does have that relationship with Bill Zito, with Bill Zito being a former Columbus guy. So just really interesting to see where it comes from. I would assume Bill Zito has a conversation with Tortorella and with Anthony Duclair before any hiring took place. Maybe they can work something out. But as I said, he's only a candidate. I've seen a lot of people already freaking out about just his name being mentioned. But at the end of the day, I trust Zito. I've seen what Bill Zito has done to this team and transformed it from what we thought was a possible bubble playoff team to now a true Stanley Cup contender. So whatever decision Bill Zito wants to go with as a head coach, I fully respect. There are a few other options though, however, and I think a big thing that a lot of people really wanted was possibly promote a head coach from within. Take one of the current assistant coaches and kind of just promote them to head coach because they will know the system that Coach Q implemented and that the players already know so well. And I do think the system that they've been playing with right now is a big reason for their success. It kind of simplifies the games for the centers. And I think it's also a big reason for why guys like Sam Bennett and Brandon Montour were able to thrive when they came to Florida. So I don't think there would really be an issue with promoting someone like Andrew Burnett, Ulf Samuelson, or Derek McKenzie to really become the interim head coach and possibly just see what's going to happen. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these guys is the interim head coach in the next few games. We play Detroit Friday night and then Boston once again Saturday. I don't expect a new head coach to be hired really in under 24 hours. So I would expect one of these guys to become the interim head coach. And I think it's a good uh, position to just see where they're at. Can they be a head coach at the NHL level? So lots of different options. I'm sure we'll hear more names come out as time goes on. And yeah, that's all I've really got for this one. Panthers are 7-0. They'll look to try and keep it going tomorrow against Detroit. I believe that's on ESPN+. Plus. Looking forward to that one. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really was not expecting to make this one, as I said, but I hope you enjoyed. I hope you were able to learn something from it, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening.